Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you. 
was about to be thrown. I pray for love, joy, peace, and happiness to be present in my home. Thank <laughs> you. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory to his holy name. We do praise the holy and righteous God of Israel and his son, Yahshua, whom we know as Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. Well, we are here again with another episode in his word. God bless you. We're so glad to have you this morning. Remember the call letters, call number for this line is 605-562-0444 with the access code of 111-253. We'll be glad to have you on the set with us over here at Fellowship of Love 
we have nothing but the word of God, the word of truth and his spirit. As I uh, go about on my daily journey, I find people are becoming more and more delinquent concerning truth. They would rather find someone to blame their responsibility on the reason for them not and the reason this and the reason that. Well, my reason is, is that I need this word to keep me within boundaries of righteousness because I found out that without the word of God constantly and daily going forth here that I'm going to have a problem and I'm going to miss out on so many things that the Lord himself is leading, guiding me to do. And besides that, if you claim to love the Almighty this morning, then you ought to want to get up and be about his business first. Surely we all have things to do and places to go. And uh, and most certainly, all of us have a job to do, whether it be a job abroad, uh, a job at home. Nowadays, I find so many people with jobs at home. And that's a good thing that you can sit at home and make 20 or $30 sitting at home working for someone. Well, I work for the kingdom and I yet still have a job. But my main purpose, excuse me, is to demonstrate God's power in his word. And the only way you're going to please him, he tells us how to please him. We must surrender. We must surrender and become partaker of his divine nature. Certainly, he is the one. He is the one that's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask, think, say, or do. So I want you to become God-minded. We're so worldly and looking for someone to tell us which way to go until we miss the mark. We're here this morning, amen, to try and finish up the lessons that we've been teaching on Paul, how he exhorted the Thessalonian peoples. And remember, Paul talked about the law, and he said if it had not been for the law, he never would have known sin. So, so many people are running around complaining about the law. We're not under the law. We this, the law is that. Jesus did this and did that. Amen. Part of what you're saying is true. And then part of it is not true. So we're going to touch on basis of that. Probably next week, the most high would permit us. We'll talk about the law. And we'll talk about 
whether or not the law has been done away with. These are religious peoples that have not sought the word of truth. Yesterday we were talking about how that Paul, he had prayed for the Thessalonian people and he told them that if they were to hold fast to the tradition and not to break the tradition where what they were taught, he told them to continue in the doctrine. Hallelujah. They continue in the doctrine. Hallelujah. It would be cultivated and activated. Hallelujah. But they had needed to be stable. And he wanted them to be alert. Hallelujah. And so he was writing this letter to them. Hallelujah. To claim Christ as Lord is to be submitted to his written word, which is the Bible. And when it teaches, and what it teaches will often go against the grain of society. But it alone is divine, the inspiration of truth, and the source of stability for our life. You see right there, it lets us know in order to be stable, you are going to have to obey. And as we talked yesterday, and we said that in order to please the Almighty, there are certain qualifications and criteria. It's more than just joining a church, going to church, being baptized. It is more than that. There is work that must be done in the inside of one's heart. Because the word says, out of a man's heart flows the issues of blood. So here in 2 Thessalonians, let's see, 2 Thessalonians, yeah, 2 Thessalonians, uh, 16 verses said, now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which has loved us and has given us everlasting counsel Salation and good hope through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. So Paul was telling them that it was going to take the word of God, hallelujah, in order for them to know the way and to follow, hallelujah. They were going to have to participate and be stable. Paul was talking to the believer, and he was letting the believers know that they were in need of preparation. You, you, you can't just jump up and grab a Bible and run into the ministry without preparation. So Paul was preparing them for all the hardship, for all of the false prophet, and for all of the wickedness that they were going to encounter. So Paul now turns from exhortation to prayer. 
and his prayer for the Thessalonians expressed his recognition that they could not continue firm in the faith without divine help. See, we need God's spirit. We talked about it yesterday, that without the Holy Spirit, it's impossible for you to be able to please him. Hallelujah. Because the flesh is saying no. It's like this morning, you know, laying in the bed, the flesh was saying, lay down, you know, and I'm yet sleeping. You know, the flesh was saying, just lay down and, and you can do the program. And I said, no. He said he want our first fruit before even a cup of coffee. He wants to be first. And you know, the Father, uh, God, the Almighty is looking and he knows them that really, really, really cares and love him. See, the love of the Father, amen, is, is saw in the love for others. Hallelujah. The world is confused and peoples are confused and people actually want to be their own God. Hallelujah. I was visiting with one of the lawnmower technicians back out in the gardens and he had asked me to speak to someone for him. And he had thrown, he, <laughs> let's make a long story short, the young man was off and he is off and he need much spiritual deliverance. The young lady that he offended, which was his girlfriend, I told her to forgive him because he just not himself. And when he saw me tell her, he turned right up in my face and he said, you didn't do what I told you to do. I told you I was going to tell you what I wanted you to do. Why people can't do things the way I want it done. I want it done my way. See, everybody want to come around here and change the way I want things. And I said, well, for one reason, you're not God, and you can't tell me how to represent with my lips. So out of respect to me for who I am, and I'm going to show you respect for who you are, don't tell me what to do. He said, well, I am God, and whatever I say, that's what I want to go, and that's the way it's got to be. So I stood up in his face, and I, and I told him, I said, God is love, and you're not showing any love to her, and neither have you shown any love to me. So I put my arms around him to embrace him. He said, no, 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 no. If it ain't my way, then it can't be no other way. I said, but you can't do that because you're not God, and in order for me to submit to you and bow down to you, that's going to give you strength to make you think, so I'm not going to do it. He said, well, that's where it's got to be. I'm God. So I, and, and I said, forget this. I would rather leave weed eater and everything and never see him again. So I walked out of the yard. He had some customers there too. He walked behind me telling me about, you know, it's his way. And I didn't say a word. I commenced to getting in my truck so that I may pull off. Meanwhile, his customers had walked out the yard. And when he turned back to them, they were pulling out. He said, I got you. I got you. I, it's ready. You can pick it up. The guy just shook his head and and just raised his hands up and left. That guy probably say he don't want his weed either neither. 
And then he turned back to me and he said, uh, 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 and I said, I got to go, brother. I got things to do. And I left him. Why? Because he refused to acknowledge God. And some of you all over on Facebook, I saw you all yesterday talking about that uh, you, you can heal yourself. I told you, the first one of y'all heal yourself, then tell me and show me how you did it. Because there's no hocus pocus. You didn't create yourself and you will find yourself in a burning hell trying to stand in God's stead. And this is why Paul himself suffered so much is because his own countrymen, his own people, the disciples, hallelujah. He had more than 12 disciples that had walked with him. But the Bible said that they walked with him no more once he said, except you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you have no part in me. And they said, wow, that was a hard sin. And they turned away from him. The prayer that Paul prayed, it was a divine prayer. Prayer is addressed to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ himself, Yeshua, you know, uh, and even, I mean, and God, even our Father, verse 16, the whole construction equates the two as God. It also points out the appropriateness of addressing our prayer to Yeshua, the Son, as well as to God, the Father. Paul goes on to describe God in terms of what he was has done. Paul uses our, and he uses words like us here because he is describing God's work on behalf of all believers. You see, all who follow Christ can rejoice that Yah has loved us. Hallelujah. This was demonstrated at the cross. When Jesus died in our place and for our sins, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 3, 2 Corinthians 5, 21, 1 Peter 3, 18, through Christ's death, we have been given everlasting consolation and good hope through grace 2 Thessalonians 2.16, consolation is comfort or encouragement. Hope looks to the future with absolute assurance, but our hope is based on the promise of the faithful God. Here the hope, amen, probably focused on the coming of Yeshua and our being with him for eternity. The online comfort, the untending comfort and hope, the unending comfort and hope we enjoy a gift of God's grace. There are hours, no matter what we might suffer or what doubt might occasionally arise, for God has given them to us because of who God is and what he has done for those who believe in Yeshua. Paul could a man confidently pray for the Thessalonian believers 
the current situation in the church, according to verse two, amen, certainly made the prayer for comfort appropriate. Paul wanted their lives, their inner beings to be encouraged in the time of turmoil. The apostle also prayed that God would establish or strengthen them in every good work, word and work. Verse 17, his design prayer was for the most high to bring the Thessalonian church to maturity and faith. You see, such maturity would be reflected in words and speech and works and action that were truly good, God-honoring and beneficial. See, uh, Paul was telling them, and, 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 and as Paul was, was, was writing these letters to the Thessalonian people, they were penned in the book so that we also may know that our hope is not in vain, hallelujah, that he would reward us. He would come and he would do exactly what he said he would do, amen. Our strength would be made perfect in time of weakness, hallelujah. Yesterday, I went over to a friend of mine's home and his grandmother's probably 89 or 91. And she was just sitting down in her recliner and I said, Mother, how you feeling? She said, Oh, I'm so weak. And and I can look at it and, and I could see she was just stretched out, tired. My friend had said, I told Granny that I was gonna take her. She know if anywhere she wanna go, that I'm gonna take her and you know, on and on and on. So whatever had happened, maybe she had been somewhere, and that's the reason for her tiredness. But she was fall down tired. And I said, Mother, I said, I'm gonna stretch forth my hand and pray. I said, they did say call on the elders because I know she know the way because she Church of Christ. And I know what Church of Christ stands for, hallelujah. And so I said, Mother, they did, the Bible said to call on the elders, you know, and they would come and raise their hand over you lay hands on you and pray and the effective prayer of a righteous one abated much. So I laid my hand on her shoulder and I began to just pray. And I didn't pray long because I, I my auntie, which was uh, up in age, she said, Ravi, she said, uh, I had a preacher come over here one one time and uh, he, he wanted to pray. And she said, Ravi, he was praying, and his prayer was so long. And I just stopped him and told him, baby, God heard us. <laughs> so otherwise, she was telling me that she don't like long, drawn-out prayers. For me, you know, that's what my auntie was just saying, for me not to do that. And so I thought about my auntie when it came to praying for uh, mother. And and I and I just stretched forth my hand and I said, Father, your servant, your child, is in a very discomfort way. I said, send strength to your child this morning, this afternoon. Send strength, send your love. Wrap your arms around her and give her what she needs today. And that will suffice us. And man, when I come back in two, three hours later, I said, Well, mother looked like 
look like you're strong again. Hallelujah. I said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so Paul was teaching the people, hallelujah, that you weren't going to get anything from these people that's standing on the outside trying to tell you, you need to do this or you need to do that. Men have always had tried to tell people what they need to do in order to be saved. But they don't do it, they don't do it themselves. So Paul, amen, he was amen, concerned. So he was consolating them, amen. He was confident and encouraging them. He was giving them hope to look to the future. Hallelujah. To have absolute assurance. Hallelujah. For our hope is based on the promise of the faithful God. Here the hope, amen, probably focus on the coming of Yeshua and our being with him for eternity. The unending comfort and hope we enjoy, a gift of God's grace. They are ours no matter what we might suffer or what doubt might occasionally arise. God has given them to us because of who God is and what he has done for those who believe in Christ. Paul could confidently pray for the Thessalonian believers. The current situation in the church, hallelujah, in verse 2 certainly made the prayer for comfort appropriate. Paul wanted their hearts, their inner being, to be encouraged in the time of turmoil. So we want to encourage one another. Hallelujah. You know, we need not write no new epistle, but we can take the same words that Paul, hallelujah, was comforting the Thessalonian people. And we can use the same words. For if he comfort the Thessalonian people, will he not comfort you today? The apostle also prayed that God would establish and strengthen them in every good work and the word of God. His desire and prayer was for the Lord to bring the Thessalonian church to maturity in faith. Such maturity would be reflected in words and speech and works and action that were truly good, God honoring and beneficial while the establishment of christians believers in a firm stable faith is the work of god he uses the ministry of his servant in first thessalonians 3 2 and our faithful prayers for one another first thessalonians 3 13. paul prayed for the thessalonians Paul's prayer for the Thessalonians is a worthy prayer for us to offer for one another today. Hallelujah. And we're coming to a close. And finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of Yah may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. All men have not faith today. 
So he said, finally, in 2 Thessalonians 3, 1, marks the trans transition to a new section of the epistle, which deal with another issue that required Paul correction, namely the failure of some and the church to live orderly, productive lives. Hallelujah. Uh, verse 6 to verse 15. Interestingly, this section began much as chapter 2 ended with an emphasis on prayer. The establishment of the Thessalonian church and the encouragement for them. Paul had just offered his prayer for his readers in 2 Thessalonians, 2 chapter 16 and 17. Now he asked them to pray for him and his fellow missionary. Though Paul spoke with authority as an apostle and the spiritual father of the churches he wrote to, he never presented himself as a self sufficient spiritual giant. In fact, he often asked others to pray for him. Ephesians 6, chapter 18 to the 20 verse. Paul had asked for the prayer of his brethren in Thessalonians and his first letter to them, hallelujah. And now he asked them again for their prayer. The verb tense he uses suggests that the request is to continue to pray for us to pray constantly, hallelujah, for us, hallelujah. Paul requests remind us that our prayers are a critical element in the work of God. Even if we are young in the faith and still greatly lacking in biblical knowledge, we can share in God's work through our prayers for others, hallelujah. <clears throat> Our prayer for others, servants of the Lord. And if we are older in the faith and perhaps serving in very visible roles in the church, we should be reminded that we do not serve alone or in our own power. We desperately need the prayer of fellow Christians. Paul did not just ask for prayer in a general sense. He asked his readers, to pray specifically for two things. First, he wanted them to pray that the word of the Lord would have free course. Second Thessalonians 3 1. The word uh, is the gospel message in particular. Free course literally means to run freely or quickly. Paul's desire was that the gospel would spread quickly and be glorified. The picture is that of a race with the gospel of Christ swiftly running along and being honored as people's accepted and are transformed by it. In other words, the apostle wanted the gospel to go towards swiftly and with success, even as, even, I'm coming to a close, cause even as, uh, 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 they were in Second Thessalonians. Paul sought the prayer of the Thessalonians that he and his amen colleagues would be delivered from unreasonable and wicked man. Hallelujah. 
Unreason referred to out of place, amen, perverse people. They were also wicked, amen, actively pursuing that which is evil. So Paul, hallelujah, he was setting in the mind of the Thessalonian people that we had need to pray, and he asked for prayer for himself, amen, and we're coming to a close. The apostle Paul's prayer request was for the gospel to be successfully and the message of it to be protected. Hallelujah. These are worthy prayer for us to offer on behalf of the Lord's servant today. In fact, they are needed because, as Paul noted, not all people are believers or have faith. Hallelujah. I pray that you take these scriptures and you take these words that, amen, we've expounded on this morning, amen, and use them, hallelujah. We'll strike back up again in the morning uh, as he would bless. We'll start with confidence in the Thessalonians, hallelujah. People, how that the confidence, we should be confident this morning, amen, knowing that our labor is not in vain, hallelujah. We should know this morning that he's a keeper of his word. We should know this morning that we was purchased with a price and that we are not our own. So my dear friend, may the Lord bless and keep you, hallelujah. Keep looking up to him.
in this way I'm glad I had USCCA there to help me so it all started when Bruce was simply doing maintenance around his home but when two armed men put his safety and the safety of his entire community in jeopardy he got a rude awakening notice the truck coming in with a tow truck and it was kind of out of the ordinary pretty soon I hear a lot of yelling and screaming and waving arms and the car owner was in physical altercation with the truck, one of the tow truck operators. Next thing, the car owner said, yells at me to watch out. I just had a gut feeling, but not in my. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.